This is Lloyd McIntosh, Communications Director for the YMCA of Greater Birmingham. On this episode of the Birmingham YMCA podcast, I'm at Camp Cosby with Elliot Kasperzak. Elliot is one of the lead naturists at Camp Cosby's outdoor education program called the Outdoor Classroom, and he's graciously given us a few minutes of his time to talk about this unique school year education program on the shores of Logan Martin Lake. Elliot, thanks for sitting down with us for a few minutes. Sure thing. Uh, we're here at the last day of summer, regular summer camp, but we're about to start outdoor education. So right. tell me about your role with outdoor education and what's going on this uh, fall. Well, this fall, starting in September, I believe, uh, schools will come out for anywhere from one day to three days, I think, are the longest groups we have. Uh, and we'll take them around the woods and teach them about uh, nature and uh, different uh, different things that happen in the woods. Uh, we do different uh, nature programs, history programs, um, really all kinds of stuff. Anything the school wants to do, we'll pretty much cater to. So um, we'll just... Uh, Right. Do a little research, look in the lesson plans, and teach the kids some interesting things. Cool. So you you've done this before in New York State, right? So how long were you there? You were there for I was there for about three years. Three years. What's different about uh, you know what you've seen in terms of the the natural environment in New York as opposed to down here on the you know shores of Logan Martin? Uh, one of the first things I noticed was uh, I all almost all the plants and animals are different, so it was oh, yeah. I have to learn all new uh, all new things, but uh, in doing research, I actually learned a lot about uh, Alabama. I didn't know that it's actually um, has the most biodiversity of any state. Um, so that's that. I mean, it's a lot more things to learn, but that's 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 that in itself yeah. is a really cool thing yeah. to be able to tell kids that more plants and animals live here than any other state in the country. Um, <clears throat> so uh, just learning things about that, learning about the the rivers around here, because um, coming from up north, everything's, you know, glacial melt, right. lakes and things like that. And uh, it never occurred to me that the rivers down here, you know, were, were never covered up by big sheets of ice. So things are living in them that have been <laughs> living in them for who knows how long. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. So the program, though, these kids come out and they get to, to experience camp for two or three nights here. So right. uh, tell me about like a typical day in an outdoor education environment what's a typical day like for a child out here so they usually get here um either on a monday or wednesday at about 10 30 11 o'clock they'll they'll have lunch we'll go quick little orientation with them and then uh we'll start doing start doing activities in the afternoon and uh, they'll split up into their different we call them trail groups mm-hmm. and uh, each naturalist will take a take a group and they'll be with them for the duration of their stay and we'll start teaching them classes we'll do um Anything like we'll do like nature class or survival or we do something called a, a teacher hike where we give kids a little uh, kind of flashcard type things. Okay. Uh, we'll take them in the woods and we'll show them whatever is on the flashcard and teach them how to teach other people about oh, it. Oh, okay. So that's that's really fun. So after classes, they'll they'll do um, they'll do dinner obviously, and then they'll have usually an evening program. And then uh, the second day they're here, uh, we're we're with them all day. I think we teach six classes with them okay uh, starting about nine in the morning um and we do uh the underground railroad program i don't know if you're familiar with we that are a little bit um, about the underground so we'll railroad. usually do that in the morning of the second day and then um after lunch time we'll we'll go into go into a few more classes with them and then uh usually that's the night that we have campfire uh and then on wednesday we'll have two classes with them in the morning and then they eat lunch and then they leave and then but the good thing about it is all hands-on education. I mean, this is taking what yeah. they're learning in the classroom and bringing it here. I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly. T- talk about, I mean, you, you did some of it in the spring, and you've, had, you've done this for three years. I mean, what is mm-hmm. it that the kids 
you know, how do you see them opening up and their eyes just, you know, how, what do you see in them in those few days when they get to learn these things up close in person? Uh, one of my favorite things that I hear is, uh, oh, this is so much better than school. So they don't realize that they're being taught things right. that they would probably learn in school. Uh, but the fact that they get to run around the woods and, you know, pick up big logs and look at all the bugs that live in them and go to the, go to, go down to the lake and scoop up a bunch of mud and look through it and, uh, see what's actually living in it rather than just hearing about it. Cause I mean, you can hear about something all you want, but until you really see it, you kind of don't, uh, you don't really connect it in your brain. So, um, that's, that's really fun for me and, uh, teaching, just teaching kids what's around cause they don't, um, they don't really realize, I mean, Sure, that's a tree, but what kind of tree is it? Right. What what you know, what uh, what kind of animals like to live in it? That kind of thing. So, so it's more than a field trip. You know, I wouldn't. I would imagine some teachers might be, or some parents might be listening, thinking that it's it's like they're going to a museum. But you really, I mean, they're really allowed to touch and to and to get in the lake and put on vests and really explore, aren't they? Oh yeah, definitely. For our uh, for our water ecology class, we call it boots because we have a we have a shed where we have all these big these rubber boots, and we we're actually walking around. In the lake with a with a life jacket on, you know, digging in the mud and yeah. trying to find things. So I bet that shed smells wonderful at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it smells really great. <laughs> uh, talk about some of the. Um, tell me about three or four classes. Um, this be specific, you know, about you know the names of the classes and what they do. What do the kids get a chance to to actually uh, learn in these in these courses. Uh, so nature class, we have a nature center and it's got, uh, a few different, uh, animals that live in it. Some are from the area, some are not. We have a, we have a chinchilla in there and we, we talk about, talk about. Obviously uh, not native to Yeah, not Alabama. native to Alabama at all. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's fun to talk about it and, uh, just how it, uh, we have this little container where, uh, we have it take dust baths because it can't, uh, if chinchillas get wet, they'll, they'll mold because their fur is so uh, oh, wow. fine and thick. Um. So we talk about that a little bit. We have some sugar gliders in there. We've got a few snakes. Um, and then we have uh, a box turtle and a couple of map turtles that are uh, native to this area. Uh, so we talk about them and what kind of, what kind of you know, things they, places they live and uh, purposes they serve and things like that. So. I mean, like the box turtles and the snakes, I mean, were they from like the property around here? Uh, the turtles are. I don't think the snakes are. I think the snakes are from... Uh, a pet store. We do have a corn snake in there, which are native, and then we have a boa constrictor, which I'm pretty sure are not native. Nah, it's not. So. <laughs> uh, how about uh, you mentioned a little in our pre-talk before we pushed play um, the ropes course? Tell me about that. What did the kids get out of that, and, and what is the ropes course? Uh, we'll do um, low ropes course, which is mostly uh, uh, group work, teamwork oriented uh, activities, and it really, really forces them kind of to. Uh, to look out for each other and really uh, accomplish goals as as a group, um, not just not just as an individual. There are obviously individual goals that you uh, can accomplish in a lower ropes course, but um, at the same time, everyone's still there supporting you and spotting yeah. you, and we teach them how to properly do that. And uh, it's um, after each activity, we kind of sit them down and say, like, okay, what what happened, and what what does that mean? Like, if your your friend was walking across a a cable that was two feet off the ground you were there making sure that they that if they fell you know they weren't going to go to the ground uh and what does that mean for your group kind of like have them see the bigger picture right uh, which is which is always really cool for me to kind of see that see that click and say like oh you know i wasn't just 
it's not just a fun time walking across the cable. It's actually there's more to this. So gotcha. that's always really fun. And then uh, the Alpine Tower, if we do that with groups, um, that's always really fun to see uh, kids overcoming their fears, whether it's making it to the top of the whole thing or just getting to the top of the ladder. And it's in uh, each each group is different. Sometimes you'll have kids that just fly up the thing, and sometimes you'll have kids that if they take two steps off the ground, like that's the biggest accomplishment of their year pretty much yeah um so that's that's always a really fun thing to see is kids kind of working through those kind of things and overcoming some fears now we call the the program the outdoor classroom but you know obviously that doesn't mean coming and sitting down and learning i mean how much activity i mean you talked about the low ropes course obviously they're they're moving but you know you're talking about education and movement i mean how worn out are these kids at the end of, of a day yeah. Of, of a typical day, they're, uh, they're pretty worn out, especially the, the second day where we're with them all day long. Yeah. And usually by, by the third day, it's, uh, it's pretty evident that they've been pretty active. They're all kind of <laughs> moving a little bit slower in classes and saying, like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't usually get out yeah. and move around this much. And all the naturalists are kind of always like, oh, good, good. If you're tired, then we did, we yeah. did, we did our job, so... Talk about the... Uh, you mentioned the Underground Railroad a minute ago. Talk a little bit about what about that program. I'm sure that there are some people who are familiar with it who are listening, but probably not a whole lot. So can you explain that for us? All right. So in the Underground Railroad, we try to uh, instill a sense of empathy in the kids, um, just about, you know, what uh, kind of the history of the area and what uh, kind of things actually went on. Um, so we do we do a quick orientation, make them, you know, familiar with it, because some kids really, they, they know about it, but they don't really know a whole lot about yeah. it. Uh, so we'll make them familiar with it, and then we'll kind of throw them for a loop, um, and we'll have the naturalists dressed up in, you know, period clothing um, as, you know, bounty hunters or abolitionists, uh, and we'll bust into the dining hall, and then when that happens, all the kids take the take the role of escaped slaves that are traveling under the guise of being in a singing choir. So they'll go from, we'll lead them out of the dining hall and kind of set the tone for the program, and uh, they'll go from station to station, um, and they won't know if they're uh, going to be running into um, an abolitionist or someone who's pro-slavery, so it's kind of uh, it's kind of a nerve-wracking experience for the kids because they'll just be sitting in the woods a little bit, and then we use a uh, we use a powder musket as kind of a time management thing, and also for you know just effect. Yeah. So we'll we'll walk up to the group of kids and we'll, uh, for example, my 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 role is an abolitionist, but the kids don't know that. So mm-hmm. I'll walk up on them. We have this uh, kind of dilapidated cabin in the woods, and they'll just be sitting there. Right just kind of waiting, you know, in anticipation. And I kind of bang on the roof of the cabin and kind of yell, like, what are you doing in my cabin? What's going on here? And uh, try to get them to uh, to say that they're a traveling choir. Um, they have a little piece of paper and everything that they can show me. And then I get them to sing, and then I say, all right, you know, if... Uh, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be running around as a traveling choir, you need to really be able to learn how to sing as a choir. So I make them sing a few times, and then, uh, and gotcha. then you know the the gun will go off, and then I'll be like, all right, we need to get out of here. So I'll go drop them at the next station. So it's really it's a uh, it's a crazy thing, kind of uh, to wow. to go through. It's very uh, it's pretty intense, I would say. So, so they get some history, and they get um, team building, but really the, the crux of the program, the outdoor classroom, really is about biology and biodiversity. Yes. yes. Um, just talk a little bit more about some of the other things that the, the kids will, will get to do. I mean, you've talked about, you know, they get to get in the lake and and drudge around in there, and, and but what are some other things that the, the kids uncover when they're out here at 
Cosby. Uh, we'll talk about different, um, uh, well, I guess, uh, different levels of, of ecology. Um, things like succession uh, in the forest and uh, how a forest can kind of rebuild itself after it's been uh, damaged or cut down or something like that. And how um, every part of the forest, uh, the ecology of it is, is really vital. Um, that a forest is just isn't just a bunch of trees, but it's actually a lot of uh, smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller things. Um, so that's a that's a big part of it is uh, just teaching the the general ecology of the forest as well as the the lake and the um, the animals that live in the area and things like that. So kind of showing them that everything's everything in the woods is kind of interconnected, and without one thing, you can't have the other. And that kind Great. Of thing, so. All right. So how do do um, people listening? take advantage of this program obviously it's 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 a overnight field trip so if you're a parent and you want your kid to do this they probably need to call their school correct right yeah right. Uh, otherwise how do you learn more or if you're an educator and want to look into the program how can they plan a trip here uh, they can go to our website campcosby.org and uh, and there's some information on there and barring that, you can just give us a call our our uh, OE director is uh, Michael Morris and he could he could tell you more about it and uh, possibly set up a trip for you guys. So. All right. Well, Elliot, I appreciate you sitting down with us for a few minutes. Yeah, appreciate sure it. Thanks. Happy to do it.